Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It is 949. I'm Debbie Monterey, along with Tom Ackerman. Ice-covered streets and sidewalks as frosty temperatures are making travel treacherous this morning. Fortunately, most of you seem to have stayed home this morning. Good idea. But it's ironic a little to talk about icy weather because we're going to talk about summer now. Could be a very loud summer because the cicadas are coming back. Here to talk about what to expect is Robbie Deerhoff, a forest entomologist with the Missouri Department of Conservation. And Robbie, thanks for joining us. Now, these cicadas, you know, we we hear them every year. They're they're loud. But what's different about this year? Yeah, sure. Hey, thanks for having me this morning. Um, So what's different is the cicadas that we're going to hear this year, at least in the early part of the year, are the periodical cicadas. And this group, uh, they only come out every 13 years. So the ones that we normally hear every year are annual cicadas. And, you know, as, as their name implies, we do hear them every year. But these are different. They're only periodical. And what makes it such a big occasion because of the noise level and the amount of them? And my second question is, why is it every 13 years? Oh, man, that's a tricky one. The, the first question is a little bit easier. Why is it such a big occasion? Yes, there's going to be millions of them, probably billions of them across uh, the, the range of this particular brood, this particular group that's coming out. Um, and so, yeah, it's a it's a big deal because it is only every 13 years and they will be droning on for about five or six weeks. So, so that part is is a big deal. But why do they come out every 13 years? And then there's some of them in this group that are 17 years cicadas too, and they only come out that frequently. And why is still a little bit of a question. We think that it relates to um, the insects being able to kind of count the years based off of tree sap. So as as nymphs, they're underground feeding on roots. And the trees go through different stages of the year with with different sap chemical concentrations. And so it appears that they probably are are doing this based off their timing is based off of when the trees are are waking up in the spring and somehow they're counting a year each spring. So it's a little bit complicated, Mm. but that's probably what's going on. All right, so we will have the regular cicadas, the 13-year cicadas, but not the 17-year, which is good because that would be way too many. So you said that the the little nymphs have been underground eating tree roots and stuff. Are they damaging to trees? What do they actually do when they when the brood hatches? What are they are are they going to clear cut? You know your garden what's going to happen no by no means no so yeah underground they are feeding on on tree roots but i wouldn't say it's it's damaging to the trees um because the trees have evolved with these insects you know this is a normal part of nature um and so above ground the the cicadas they have sort of a needle-like mouth part and so they will suck a little bit of juice from leaves um, and maybe some really fine twigs, but in general, they're not—they're not eating anything. They aren't chewing up any leaves or anything like that. Now, the females 
do create some slits in the really fine twigs of trees to lay their eggs in. And so it's not a good year to plant a new tree this spring. I would recommend that if you do plan to plant a new tree, you move that to this fall. Um, but other than that, they're really not going to do any harm to the environment. And they're not toxic. They don't sting. They don't bite. So they're really not damaging to anybody. They re- leave really cool-looking shells. Like the mm-hmm. when they shed their they skin, do. it's amazing. So what is that? That's like their next stage of life, right? Right, yeah. So underground, they look like the, the shed exoskeletons, those skins that you see. That's what they look like underground without wings. And then when they come up, um, and they'll make some little holes in advance of them actually coming out. And then around the time the iris start to bloom is probably a pretty good idea of when they'll be coming out, usually around mid-May. Could be a little earlier, a little later, just depending on how warm the soil is. But They'll come out, they'll climb up on something, and then they'll pop out of that sh- that skin, and then their their wings will um, unfold, basically, and, and enlarge, and then they're ready to live their lives for the next couple of weeks. What eats cicadas? I imagine they must be food for something. Oh, yeah, lots of things eat cicadas. So there's tons of birds. Uh, maybe even some snakes and, you know, toads and frogs and all different things that eat insects will probably consume cicadas. Fish really like them. But, you know, because they're only out every 13 or 17 years, it's it's not really something that the animals have come to rely on. But during years like this where there's a whole bunch of them, they will certainly utilize them. I think my dogs are going to want them. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm concerned about that as well. Yep. 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 Uh, so l- when should we prepare for this and around what time of the summer do they show up again and how long? You said it's about, what, four to six weeks? Yeah, somewhere in there. Each individual cicada is probably not going to live that long, um, but they will sort of stagger their emergence from the ground over the course of a few weeks. Um, and so, yeah, right around the time the iris start to bloom. So the soil temperature has to be 64 degrees, which... I don't even have a probe for that, so I'm sure most normal people don't either. Um, and I would say it's it'll be somewhere around mid-May um, in the St. Louis area where it's a little bit warmer thanks to the urban heat island effect. It may be a little sooner than that. But if we have a really warm spring, then we may see them even before May starts. Uh, one thing people might want to do because people freak out when there's a lot of bugs around, especially bugs they're not used to seeing, is they'll want to spray something uh, what are your recommendations? Just forget it. Just deal with them. They'll go away soon. Yeah. I mean, I'm from the conservation department, so I'm never going to recommend that we spray a native insect species that's not causing any harm um, to your property or yourself. So, yeah, that's that would be my stance. It's just it, it's a really interesting part of nature. Let's just let it play out and enjoy it if you can. Stay inside if you need to, but but don't spray anything because we really don't want to kill these things if if we can keep from doing that. Um, Really, we're probably going to see fewer of them than we did 13 years ago, simply because of habitat loss and all the lawn care chemicals that we use uh, in the world today. So, you know, I I think this is one of those insect species where the numbers are probably declining a bit. They're still going to seem like way too many of them to most people. But uh, in general, we're just seeing a huge loss of insects across the globe right now. So, Keep the spray in the, the garage. Robbie, Don't bother with these. on a day where we are encased in ice, thank you for giving us some warm summer thoughts today. We appreciate sure, that. Sure, you're most welcome. Thank you. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.